Tuesday. It's 4 to 6 p.m. live on the Score On Air Network, and I just got one question for you. Are you ready? Are you ready to go through the wall on another off-the-wall Tuesday? Well, join the fastest-growing wrestling podcast of the 21st century as we take a look back at another week of pro wrestling on Loganity, the wrestling podcast. Let's be realistic for a minute. Am I cooking, huh? Let me take a look at this, huh? Is this what's happening in professional wrestling, huh? Don't treat me like a woman. <laughs> Don't treat me like a man. <laughs> Don't treat me like a woman. Oh, don't treat me like a woman. Don't treat me like a man. <laughs> I peeked the headphones. <laughs> I'll try to find a way not to talk bad about his son. His dad just died. I'll give him a break. <laughs> okay, quiet down, T. It's my time. It's my time. Welcome to another episode of Loganity, the wrestling podcast on another Off the Wall Tuesday. We apologize for running just a hair behind. Those technical difficulties can be a son of a biscuit eating bulldog. Before I go any further, I, of course, have to introduce my co-host, my main man, the people that make this all possible, because all I do is show up and talk. I'll start off with the man, the myth, the legend, I mean, the frequenter of facts, the, the man who puts the giant in your eagle, the king of the Jericho. Jericho-holics. Three. The king of the Jericho-holics, Jason Madman McCarthy. How are you? I am great. You forgot adult in the room. That's four names. All right. Excuse me. (laughs) But but see, the adult in the room would remind me of that. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. No, but I'm doing great, man. It's an it's I'm happy to be here. We got a really special show planned that I'm going to let you tell our listeners about and viewers about. But I'm really excited for today, man. And of course, we have to. We have to talk about the man who, who I believe this weekend, is this correct? Going to be at Hartford, Connecticut, busting a move, getting down. The vibes got. I, when, I, when I tell you he's got so much style and swagger that it makes Mick Jagger a little bit, a little bit humble. And I'm here to tell you, there is no one like the main myth, the absolute icon, the man who talks enough for two and makes gives me a run for my money. Uh-oh. Tyshawn C. Styles, the vibes got himself. How are you, man? I'm great, man. I'm I'm so glad to be here on another week of Loganity, the wrestling podcast, man. Absolutely, and we got we have a packed show. I'm talking about Tuco Tight. It is Tuco Tight show. If you watch Breaking Bad, you get that reference because he used to go tight, tight, tight. Anybody get that reference? All right, fine. Death ears. That's that's all right. Whatever. Fine. It's been a really long all time right. since that's, I watched that. That's fine. Sorry. That's fine. It's all right. Whatever. Jeez, tough room. Tough room. It's We've tough got route. a special show. We're, we 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 have got so much packed. This is going to be the Loganity pay per view prediction special extravaganza. We got Super Showdown this Thursday. We got AEW Revolution this this Saturday night. Is that correct? Is it Saturday night? It is Saturday night. And you know what I think they should do? I think next February, they should have a different name and only come back to Revolution every four years. And no matter what night it's on, throw it on the 29th just just, just for fun. Just, something different just, just, and weird. Just, they don't have to like reset anything or just, make it their WrestleMania, but I think it would be a pretty novel thing. Just for giggles, as they said. I'm not going to say the rest of it. I'm not going to say the rest of it. Nope. So this is, would you guys agree that this is the biggest wrestling week of 2020 so far? I think there's a lot so far. So So far, far, yeah, I think so because I think they want to really turn Saudi Arabia into more 
of an actual show that matters to the storyline. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, this is a big pay-per-view for AEW. All their storylines have been building to this. And since they only do quarterly ones, like it's a big deal. Everything's got a hit or I think it's going to be damaging a little bit to the longevity of the revolution pay-per-view to begin with. Like they, Oh, everything's got to go well for both companies because we know the, 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 the cluster that was last last year's the last Saudi Arabia show. We know the cluster it was. AEW Revolution, they they are new to the point that, you know, pay-per-views, if it doesn't go well, people may not buy another. It's still so fresh and st- they still haven't established that that loyal, loyal audience that, all right, fine, we'll we'll buy another stinker. As we all do well, on the Derby Network. I mean, they'll have some people that'll always buy them, but you're right. I mean, from the majority of the like laissez-faire fans, if you will, if this la- if this doesn't hit, they're not gonna order another one for a while. The laissez-faire fan. I love that. So, speaking of pay-per-views, <clears throat> speaking of pay-per-views. I'm getting a little nervous, McCarthy. Getting a little nervous. WWE, in heavy negotiations, reportedly rumored. Now, there's nothing for sure. The only thing for sure about Vince is nothing's for sure, as Sting used to say with his gimmick. Um, that they're in heavy negotiations to sell some pay-per-view rights to ESPN Plus. And I got to tell you, I'm unhappy about this rumor. We paid $9.99 for the WWE Network. Had for the last six years. Just celebrated its sixth birthday, you recall? I do recall. Yeah, just celebrated. I got it the, the I got the WWE Network at first, the two days before WrestleMania 30. Two days before that fateful night in New Orleans. I've enjoyed six years of $9.99. I've enjoyed it. See what I'm scared of? Here's what I'm scared about. Because people go, well, it's like the UFC model. Yeah, for the most part, it's a good model. Only four ninety nine for some pay-per-views. But every now and again, there's a fight <clears throat> like Tyson Fury and Wilder where you got to pay 80 bucks to watch that son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. $80? $80 to watch a guy walk $80 out $80 for a suit? fight? For a fight, it's 80 bucks, guys. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yowie, wowie. Yowie, wowie. So, McCarthy. You've kept your finger on the pulse of the story. Am I about to lose the classic content that I love so much? Am I about to lose my nine ninety nine privileges? Am I about to pay, have to pay sixty bucks again to watch a WWE pay per view? McCarthy taught me off the ledge here. Well, so while I take a break from my six years of been trying to invite people to watch this show because there's too many people on my list and Facebook doesn't have a share to everybody button. <laughs> <laughs> Just share to everybody, damn it! I think it's going to be fine. I think at some point the network's going to be 20 bucks to get everything that we enjoy as in the WrestleManias, the SummerSlams, the Survivor Series, the Royal Rumbles and the really good specials. I think ESPN Plus will be the home of the other pay-per-views. Like of course they'll still be on the network, but Vince is trying to grab those here's that word again, laissez-faire fans to watch his product because at the end of the day if he grabs them from ESPN Plus and they're paying ESPN Plus some money but he really grabs them and they really want to watch now they're going to have to turn to the network to watch WrestleMania cuz ESPN's never going to get that. Right. Vince is never going to sell anybody streaming rights to the Big Four. He's going to keep those on the network so no matter what if you want to see these you pay him his money. So, 
It would it be a case of we pay for the, the network for our classic content and the big four at nine ninety nine, and then say five bucks to ESPN Plus for the rest of them? I think twenty bucks for everything, and we know if if you have the network, you don't have to go through ESPN. So it's either if you want to if you want to stay network exclusive, you pay the ten bucks for everything else. You pay ten extra dollars. Yeah, but no matter what, <clears throat> I'm not going to have to pay fifty bucks for WWE review again. I certainly hope not. Because, like you said, that's going to be a yeah. big shock to the system. See what I did there, guys? Wow. I undisputedly would really be sick of leaving this era. <laughs> you two cut it out over there, man. Oh, cut it out. So, I just, I really don't, I really don't. Fitz, don't admit the network's a failure. There's nothing wrong with 1.42 point oh, subscribers. It's far from a failure. And, you know, we always like to complain about Vince's storyline choices sometimes because at the end of the day he gets the final say but the one thing he's really always been good at is making sure his money's right before anybody else makes money that he deals with he makes sure he gets his money right aside from this whole Saudi thing which is harder to do because it's different countries and everything else I don't know if they ever settled that Saudi paying them or not they did okay good they did good. Uh, 500 million dollars Came to the yeah. Mac, uh He made sure he center. got his money. Uh, Tim Moore, Tim Mossberg, if this is your first time, Tim, thank you for watching. He said, I'll stop watching. I assume that means if the network uh, goes and becomes ESPN Plus best friend, he'll stop watching. There's a lot of people like it. Now, I'll, I will tell you, Tim, I'll pay five extra bucks. I'll pay ten extra bucks because I'm a mark. I'm a mark. I love my classic content. You know what I have planned for tonight, folks? I'm going to watch wrestling. I'm, it's Ric Flair's 71st birthday. It's Ric Flair's 71st birthday. And let me tell you something. If you don't go home tonight on your W Network subscription and watch a little Ric Flair, can you really call yourself a wrestling fan? I mean, I might go to sleep so I can go to the gym at like 3 tomorrow. No, you understand? No, no, no. You gotta. You need to, you need to go to a bar, and because I don't drink. So. I don't either. All right. Styles, you drink. You yeah, drink? indeed. Yeah, of course. Indeed. All right. All right, I, need, I need you to. I need you to go to a bar and order 127 kamikaze shots. Why? Because that's what the nature boy would do. <laughs> See, and yeah. that that right there is why I don't drink. Because I'm really Irish when I drink, which means I don't stop until it's gone. And that, that's always bad news, guys. It gets you wandering clear water at like four in the morning. Wow. Catch a flight at six. Catch what that does. I was living the Ric Flair lifestyle this time last week this year. For my brother's wedding, yeah, I was living that lifestyle yeah. with no son and well, bored out of my mind well, because I don't know what to do with myself when my son is not with me. <laughs> oh, isn't that just a little look, cute? So it's just, but Tim, I, look, but would you really stop watching? Would you pay five, ten more dollars for for uh, for the network? Essentially, would you pay that? I want to know to all you listening. Would you pay for ESPN Plus? Would you pay ten more dollars? Give us your thoughts. We'll comment on it throughout the show. But right now, we got to move on, so I shouldn't be panicked. No, I used to be fine. I, so mean, I, will, I, I will get my classic content just for about $10, yeah. $5, $10 more. I might cry when Vince says you got to watch Takeovers on ESPN Plus, but and I, but, that just came into but, my head. But we'll do what we got to do. Because that's a like it's a grittier, like heavy metal product, so that might be easier to grab the ESPN viewers from. He might start with those. We'll do what we got we'll to do, do. Travis Knapper, thank you for watching. He said he would pay. Travis, I feel like I just saw you. I, uh, me too. The international man of mystery. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's get to this uh, let's prediction. Go. This prediction extravaganza. 
Oh, before we get to that, I'm yes. really sad that Samoa Joe got suspended today. Yeah, uh, but, uh, see, I forgot. <laughs> you forgot. You I forgot. forgot. <laughs> yes, one hour ago, uh, reportedly, well, not reportedly, uh, WWE put him all the way under the bus. They said he got suspended for new violations under the new and improved wellness policy. There's a new one? There's a new one. I said, what was wrong with the old one, guys? <laughs> What's in the new one? Well, I, I don't know. I'm sure Brock Lesnar still doesn't apply to it, but no. I said it. <laughs> I said it because What's there's proof of it. You can sue me all you want to. They literally said it doesn't apply to part-timers. Remember, yes, remember yeah, that statement? They remember did. that? I do. I remember they that. They said it doesn't apply to part-timers. So there's no. So you want to sue Logan? I'll see you in court. We didn't. Yeah. I mean, you didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. We don't know what happened. We I don't mean, know a lot why. of the records I mean, state that it doesn't apply for Brock Lesnar, though he is doesn't. a part-timer. It, it does, so it doesn't apply. To, well, you know, it doesn't apply to part-time. It doesn't even apply to John Cena. At this stage, I guess At it wouldn't side, apply to John Cena. It doesn't. He can do whatever but, he but wants. But what are your thoughts, quickly, on Joe getting uh, getting suspended? I mean, what I usually think, damn, that sucks, and it happens. Oh, he's been at Ron Simmons' house all weekend. To go, damn, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just disappointed, man. Joe's one of my favorites. I love seeing him go at it in that ring, especially at WrestleMania, because he's he gets hurt all the time. Like, because he goes so hard, so fast all the time. And, and been, he's an older guy, and he's been doing this for 20 years. And there's been rumors he's been battling a concussion because he got hurt all yeah, the time. Yeah, when he smacked his face. Did you guys say the big C word? The big C word, concussion? Yeah. concussion. Oh, my days. Yes, that's the big C I was thinking of. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the big C word. Yep, that one. That one there. Yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, get into some Super Showdown predictions this Thursday, Uh-oh. live on the WWE Network, starting at high noon. Here it is. I got I to ta- tell you, folks, I might be hard to come by about high noon. If you're looking for me in this place, <laughs> it might be hard to come by. Woo! It is Nature Boy's birthday, after it all. Is. You know so what we're I mean? Woo as much as we possibly How can. How you doing? Roman Reigns is going to face King Corbin again in a steel cage match. Uh, you you got to think Roman's getting the W here. They're building That's them up to either face Goldberg or the Fiend, whomever. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna save that for who we think is gonna win there. Uh, so who do you got, McCarthy? I got Roman. I mean, I got Roman on that one too. You, last question on this match: Do you think this is the last time that we see Corbin Reigns for? Is the feud over for a while? God, I hope so. It's not like it was. It's like a Gargano Ciampa where every match is a classic. And nothing against King Corbin because he's improved a lot. Sure has. But that story is dead in the water. It's there, been dead in the water since they busted out the dog food. There's, But there was nothing wrong with that match and it was Rumble. That no, that match was great. That, that match was great. It was well put together. I mean, the like I like we talked about after the, sh- after the Royal Rumble, like the use of the baseball diamond itself was fantastic. Like There was nothing wrong with that match, but you're right. Should have been over then. Why are they still feuding right now? It's ridiculous. No, I didn't. No, Alright, so Styles, do you have King Corbin or Roman Reigns? You know what, guys? Only because it's Super Showdown and um, it's not one of Vince's babies per se, I'm going to go ahead and say this rivalry continues and... Uh, I see Corbin winning this one, guys. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm going to have to say that only because it's not one of those big, big, it's not one of the big four, big five pay-per-views. You know what I mean? It's not about it always being the biggest. It's what you do with the few hours. Right. Obviously. I understand. It's what you you do with the few hours of your time. That's what she says all the time, but it's really only 12 minutes. It's not the size. It's not the spectacle of the show that matters. (laughs) Oh, my days. It's the booking. Because they fell into a hole doing that for a few years. Saving everything for I mean, as as early as 
was last year when they did that nonsense with Seth Rollins and the Fiend at Hell in a Cell, yeah. and they stopped the Hell in a yeah. Cell. They, it, just yeah. because it was the Hell in a Cell pay per view, yeah. we couldn't have a definitive right. finish to their story. Right? They had a hokey pokey, at one foot in, one foot out. They yeah, did a hokey pokey, and yeah, you know. Okay. <clears throat> I'm glad you got me, Styles. All right, guy. New Day versus the Miz and Morrison for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Who you got here, McCarthy? I'm with the New Day? Because I love the New Day. They're so hilarious. All right, Styles, who you got? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm, it looks like I'm always going to go against what you guys are voting, but I'm going to vote that Miz and Morrison retain. The New Day doesn't need it. They've had it very a lot of times, and they held it long. It would help elevate uh, Morrison a little bit. So I'm going to go with Morrison and Miz. They, okay. You know? I'm going to go New Day. I feel like they'll save it for a bigger moment. WrestleMania is that bigger moment. Like super showdown, just just let them keep it for another month. Because of how big they are, it makes more sense. Like they I, need in my somebody. Opinion. They need an up and coming tag team if there are any anymore, because Vince doesn't use tag teams very often to take that championship. From All them. the champions cannot retain on this show. That's why I know for well, a simple well, fact. Well, don't you know? worry, I'll get to that. <laughs> don't worry, I'll get to that. I'll get to it a little sooner. Chris, Christopher Brown says Miz and Morrison. I just feel like it's a little soon, but we'll see. Alright, finally, the historic, I mean, honestly, this is historic. Bailey versus Naomi, on paper, not a big deal, but for some, it's for the Women's <laughs> Championship, and it's in Saudi Arabia. This is a big it's deal. Huge. The whole reason this, why I'm willing to watch this is because of this. Because it's a huge moment for not only women's wrestling, but the women in that country. Yeah, look, that's what WWE can do when it's done right. It can bring people together. It can bring proper change to a very oppressive country. And I, this is this is one of those cases. So the winner doesn't matter here. It really doesn't. But for the sake of, I'll go Bailey. Yeah, I'm going Bailey too. Bailey's keeping that. They're lost. Sure. They're lost in the sauce as far as what to do. I thought Lacey Evans is the next champion, but now she's kind of. Back of the line, mm-hmm. uh, Naomi just kind of came back. But if, if Bailey loses the championship, it's going to be at Mania, not here. How about you, McCarthy? Bailey. All sure. right. How about you, Styles? Bailey. All right, got Bailey. I'll, she can speak to the manager anytime. Um, Seth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Team Titles. As much as I want to see the Street Profits win, because like they actually could use the titles. Seth Rollins does not need the titles. Murphy, I guess, does, but he has the rub by, by being a part of Seth Rollins' crew. But Seth Rollins isn't going to lose this close to Mania, or else you're kind of devaluing one of your top stars. So I'm going to go Rollins and Murphy. How about you, McCarthy? I think I was on that tip last night. Whoa. But Wow. Wow. Montez Ford <laughs> had that showing against Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. That's one of those matches that can change mm-hmm. plans. I think after that match last night that they take that title. Okay. From those titles from Would you Rollins like to Murphy. Would you yeah, like to take that uh, Yeah, would you like to cuz we got we have a few special guests planning on coming in here. Um so to kind of to kind of piggyback off of what um McCarthy was saying there, that showing last night was the type of showing that can change plans, and and nine out of ten times it did. I noticed that um the, the format has changed a little bit today, but I kind of just kind of want to touch bases on that match yeah. if I can really fastly. Oh, yes. Um, it, it was honestly and truly everything in the match. It just felt correct. It felt right. The pace was great. There were even exchanges. The crowd was interested, and Ford selling was just something. To 
talk about. The way Ford was selling those damn moves, it was something to talk about. Wrestles came correctly. And, and Ford is just so damn entertaining, guys. Ford was selling like Ricky Morton. How you know, about Ricky that? Ricky Morton back in the day. That's right. That's right. And what about that damn frog splash, bro? Off the top rope. The way that frog... It, it was Eddie Guerrero-esque. It, it, was, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was five stars. If you even five stars, that's even better. That frog splash was great. So that's what led us today to ask who has the best frog splash in current professional wrestling? Like, you know, and I, and I, I still Rob Van Dam. Still RVD, you think so? Yeah, you can still catch him out on impact, and it's still it's still pretty damn cool. I believe that we should leave it up to the fans to decide. So on this live right here, I would like everyone to tell us who do you guys think has the best frog splash of all time? In professional wrestling. Of all time. Of all time, Mr. Morris. All right. I I digress. Carry on. That's all right, That's all right. So so you got the Street Profits winning that one. Yeah, I got the—you know what? No, I don't. I don't see the Street Profits winning that one. I still see Seth Rollins and Murphy retaining. Also, how about—how about for— Ford says to Murphy, Dawkins hit you so hard last week, they got rid of your first name. His name is just Murphy. I love that when the one to break that fourth wall. Yeah, I think he broke the fourth wall just a little bit, and I thought that was cool. There was a lot of that going on on Raw last night, but uh, I thought that was so cool. Like, typically, no one talks about that. We do. Like, how, yeah. what happened to Alexander and what happened to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where's the first yeah. name? Yeah, remember when, remember when Eric Rome was just rowing for a yeah, while like, during the Bludgeon Brothers, the, and now he's Eric Rowan again? Right. Where Weird. is the first name? Yeah. Now that's... I'll tell you what, those birth certificates are really hell to find. <laughs> They're really hell to find. <laughs> Travis Napper says Montez Ford is a star. He is. He I agree, Travis. Pro- he also says profits win by some interruption from the Viking Raiders and maybe even KO. Uh, uh, KO's not going to work a Saudi show. Yeah, he, I, don't, I don't see that part. To. I don't see um, that part. Montez Ford has ultimate warrior-level energy and twice the athleticism. Yes, wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly agree. Totally agreeable. Uh, the... The Twig Trophy Gauntlet Match. You know, it's another Saudi show, another gauntlet match for a trophy that matter. <laughs> it's between Ray, R-Truth, AJ Styles, Andrade, Eric Rowan, and Bobby Lashley. Rusev was in this match, but he was mysteriously pulled last night on Raw. Uh-oh. So, I don't know what's going on there. I'm going to go AJ Styles, because I do believe the rumors that AJ is mm-hmm. building up for The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And anytime anyone's about to face The Undertaker, suddenly they, they become invincible for two months. <laughs> so, how about you, Styles? I'm going to go AJ Styles, man. I, I mean, first off, this match is obviously thrown together. Um, a bunch of feuds just put in one place. AJ Styles is is is, is the winner, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Rey Mysterio winning it. Bobby Lashley, his whole thing is just a little off. I don't even get the guy still. And he doesn't have eyebrows. He doesn't. How can you take a guy with no eyebrows serious? Explain that part to me. How do you do that? I mean, unless your name's Jeffrey Starr, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Only you, Mr. Morris, man. Only you. Well, do. you know, my girl makes me watch that stuff. <laughs> um, Christopher Brown said, I've got a question for you guys about last night. What did you think of the crowd reactions throughout the entire night? Oh, my days. I, I thought the Winnipeg crowd was good. You know what? I Can I tell you guys what I wrote as I was watching? And, and, I, and I like the way that he brought that up. Canada knows good wrestling, and that's my personal opinion. Canada knows good wrestling. Canada, it was not entertained. Also, Chris Jericho is from there, is he not? Where Raw was last night? Yeah, yeah. I left it up to you to say that, but you didn't. You didn't go there. You didn't go there. Anyway, um, Canada knows good wrestling, man. And if you're not feeding their appetite, they're not interested. It's not that they're a hard crowd to work. They like quality. You can't 
trick them with the gimmicks. You can't send six guys to the ring to stall and burn time. Right. You gotta have quality matches in Canada. Well, you know, they come from that. They come from that heart. That's that, that heart school of thought. And as much as again, you put the letter S in front of Hitman, and that's my exact opinion of Bret Hart. There's no <laughs> denying. There's no denying how like how traditional the hearts are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen is Owen is and was my favorite heart and always will be. Oh yeah, just for want sure. You, just want y'all to know. Loved Owen. Uh, Blue Blazer forever. Um, Okay, well, we were we were predicting the the trophy gauntlet match, the Twig trophy gauntlet match at some mountain in Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Rusev was oddly pulled from the match. It's now Rey Mysterio, R-Truth, AJ Styles, Andrade, Eric Rowan, and Bobby Lashley. Lashley, I got AJ Styles because I still believe he's facing the Undertaker. You don't start talking talking about you're the best of every era unless you're leading to something with every other era. Who knows? I'm and just saying, Vince, there's only one active wrestler left that ties in all those things. <laughs> there's only one. If you want to call it active. It's not. Okay, so you got it. We all three got AJ Styles, so if we're all wrong there, what the hell? Now let's get to the biggies. <laughs> let's get to the biggies. Brock Lesnar is going to face Ricochet. Brock Lesnar is going to face Ricochet. Now, I believe firmly that Brock Lesnar is the best combat athlete on this planet, bar none. You can talk Tyson Fury. You can talk Wilder, who wants to make excuses about whatever he was wearing. And you can talk Conor McGregor. But as Brock Lesnar said, Brock Lesnar takes bigger poops than Conor McGregor. Brock Lesnar is is the LeBron James of professional wrestling and MMA. Calm down, buddy. Calm down a little bit. Haven't you? You're going too hard. You're going too hard, man. Brock Lesnar. You know why Brock Lesnar is so damn good? You want me to tell you why he's good? Because Paul Heyman. Because Paul freaking Heyman. That's why he's good. It's not because he gets in there and does 20 minute matches. It's not because he gets in there and cuts great promos. It's not because we look forward to even hearing his entrance. I can list three people that do three things. Those three things greater than him. Sure. How about the Undertaker's entrance? the best interest of all time. How about that? Agree. How about when Randy Orton takes that damn microphone? You want to hear what he has to say. I suppose. How about so. that? Brock Lesnar is not even entertaining. He's yeah. just a bigger yeah. guy are who you, did more push-ups. All right. First of all, are you kidding me that he's not push-ups? that he's not entertaining? He's not entertaining. He, Paul Heyman is entertaining. Sure, Paul, Paul Heyman is entertaining. But a guy that is 6'3", 275 pounds. Negative. He's the best natural athlete on this planet, potentially. He's certainly, potentially. He's certainly the best natural athlete. Shelton Benjamin is a better athlete than Brock not damn a, Lesnar. Not at this stage. Yeah, he he is. Oh, yes, he is. Shelton Benjamin is a better athlete. Butter. Kurt Angle could go in there and give that guy a run for his money. Not you better now. cut it out. Not you now. better cut it out. Kurt, you better cut Kurt it out. Kurt Angle says his quality of life is crap. Well, okay, his fine. Quality, because he's so broken down. Fine. At this stage, at this stage, the best combat athlete on this planet is Brock Lesnar. Is Randall Keith Orton, and I'm going to stick oh, to that. Lord How about sake. that? How about that? Oh, heavens. Brock Lesnar got beat up when Hell he went over there. You guys remember that? But the point being is Ricochet is going to get absolutely destroyed quickly. Okay, yes, we can all agree that Ricochet right, does not We can agree on that. No, this is where the internet is going to explode. I predict Brock Lesnar is going to win. See what I did there? I was just <laughs> guys. Brock, Brock Lesnar <laughs> is, is an absolute oh star. And every time to watch him in the ring is nothing short of a privilege. And he oh, is reason to enough. To watch you. You're not still talking about this Lesnar character, are you? He is reason you? enough to subscribe to the network. He's the best combat athlete on the planet. I'm about that. Big trust. Big woo trust. Woo. Woo, woo. All right. Now, now we get to it. Now we get to it. This is what Super Showdown is being sold on. We got the fiend. Yowie wowie. Let me in. We got him. Versus WCW icon Goldberg. 
I'm going to go ahead and let you have it, McCarthy. Who you got? So I will put it this way. If my prediction is wrong, you remember the, 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 the look on the kid's face when Randy delivered that concerto to Edge and he was mm-hmm. just not ready for it? Sad. That's going to be my face if The Fiend doesn't win. That's my prediction, and Goldberg has no business being champion right now. The Fiend needs to keep it to stay unstoppable. He's not Brock Lesnar. This is different. God, it's a no. different story, different people. It over. hurts the fiend if Goldberg wins on Thursday. And maybe irreparably, like they've done to Bray Wyatt year after year after year. Leave the man's gimmick alone and let him beat Goldberg like he should in storyline because he's beaten everybody else and no sold. Everybody else. I'm fine selling the spear on SmackDown to create, oh my gosh, is Goldberg actually going to beat The Fiend? I am not fine with The Fiend taking the three moves of doom and losing because he took ten times as much punishment in Hell in a Cell. I don't care who you are. You are not more damaging than an entire Hell in a Cell. Care who you are. Not oh. even Brock Lesnar <laughs> is more damaging than the entire hell in a cell. Oh my gosh. All right, now my turn. I really yeah, want this sir. guy to turn I red. Too close. Leave me alone. Yeah, I really want this guy to turn red because you know what? This guy loves nostalgia. Mr. Morris, he loves the nostalgia. You know what I mean? He's a nostalgia mark. And and so am I. So is a lot so are a lot of wrestling fans. But 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 booty butt bootios. That is Goldberg does not need to win a championship. He doesn't need it. He already won one for his son. He doesn't need the championship. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not a good look. It would not be a good look. I'm not going to second that. So you know what? The Fiend retains. That's my vote. How you doing? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Did anyone hear the fear? In Mr. McCarthy's voice. Yeah, I see this. I, I don't put it past Vince McMahon to do it. I, I, I heard a little. Face. I heard a tinge of. I, I heard a tinge of it in your voice as well. Look, here's the reality. Uncle Dave DM says that the whole SmackDown card has changed. Goldberg is the most protected character outside of the WWE folklore, besides the Undertaker. He was. Storyline wise, he was 172 and 0 at WCW. Like he beat it. Hogan put him over for God's sake. Hogan put him over clean. You can count on one hand how many times this happened. Goldberg lost to The Undertaker, agreed to it because he respects The Undertaker. Would Goldberg really agree to come back and lose to The Fiend? Plus, plus, this version of Vince McMahon, let's consider the fact that this version of Vince McMahon wants to appeal to the casual fan or the former fan more than ever, especially this time of year. And what's a bigger match on the marquee of the marks out there? Goldberg versus Roman Reigns or The Fiend versus Roman Reigns? It's easily Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. And again, Goldberg has got a bit of an ego. Now, it's not nearly what it used to be. Absolutely. But I got a feeling. So I'm going to call it right here. Spear, jackhammer, ball game. Goldberg gets a run, and he wins that title until WrestleMania. I'm here to call it. Because you heard Uncle Dave say, suddenly Goldberg's on the Mania card somewhere. Well, good, but he can't tell you where. I'm telling you, I got a sneaking suspicion. So do I. That's why I'm nervous. That's why I'm freaking out. Because Seth Rollins gave the Fiend eight curb stomps. But one spear puts down the Fiend and makes him cower away. Cower away like Pennywise when they figured out how to do it. Hey, Pennywise was also a gangster. 
So I'm telling you, I believe it. Speeder Jack, hit him for ball game, and your new Universal Champion, two-time the Hall of Famer Goldberg, and that's exactly how it should go down because that's the bigger selling point, and that's what it's all about, putting asses in the seats. And Goldberg is way bigger than The Fiend's ever going to be because of the area he comes from. What is but wrong with thing, you? Though, they don't cerebral palsy, but <laughs> even... <laughs> Even be because Goldberg's been back for a couple years off and on, it's not even a selling point. Honestly, there's a lot of other nostalgia guys that are going to get people that watch for nostalgia to watch it than Goldberg. I would like to even watch Shawn Michaels be a special guest referee more than I'd like to watch Bill Goldberg. And like that, just it, the question of Undertaker brings yeah, like, more eyes like, to the product than today? Goldberg. You know what? Goldberg was a WCW guy. Always has been. Yeah, sure, don't forget that. He's a WCW that. icon. But as Christopher Brown says, keep in mind that Wyatt likes to go after those who've wronged him. And as he said, great. here's a great point. So it'd probably be John Cena at Mania versus The Fiend because John Cena and The Fiend have that history at WrestleMania 30, you recall. I'm telling you, people, the writing seems to be on the wall. I think Goldberg is getting the dub. Spear, jackhammer, ball game, and whether he gets beat or not, if you want to see Goldberg, don't blink, because it's going to be two. It's going to be two to five minutes. Oh, yes. Either way it goes, right? Can we agree? Oh yeah, it's not going to be long. Either either Goldberg destroys the Fiend or the Fiend destroys Goldberg. There's no classics happening here. Two to five minutes is all you got. It's the whole reason that I can't wait to dial in this Thursday live on WWE Network. Goldberg is going to be your new Universal Champion. Let's make it happen, Benny Mac. Talk to me. And if it happens when I come in here next Tuesday, if it happens, oh, I'm going to I'm going to be one annoying mother lover to deal with because I'm going to be happy while y'all are going to hate it <laughs> because nostalgia is what wrestling is all about. Sure, you can have your great flip fest. Sure, but who sells? Whose name on the marquee? Goldberg. Goldberg. Stop whispering in my ears. I have headphones on, and no one cares about Goldberg. I don't care about Goldberg. How about that's a, that's that? A, that's all right. He sold a lot. He sold a lot more T-shirts than you or I ever. Right. Facts. That right. is a fact. So, that is a fact. Right, now let's get to the McCarthy Hour. Yes. Let's get to it. Sorry, I'm trying to reply to people. Uh, Kyle Nestor says the match has got to go longer than a spear, jackhammer, one, two, three. I don't think it'll be one spear, one jackhammer, but it'll be five. It'll be five minutes, and I think at max three spears, three jackhammers. It's going to take a lot to put him down, but five minutes, three spears, three jackhammers. Three is kind of the magic number in wrestling. The third one is always the one to do it. And I think I think Goldberg gets a dub. How about you, Kyle? Do you think there's a good chance that Goldberg walks out of Super Showdown as the champ? Let me know. All right, let's get to it. AEW Revolution is this Saturday. Am I going to pay 50 bucks for this pay-per-view? I'm going to. I actually am. It's the McCarthy Hour, guys. Yes, love it. Look at that. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Wait, which way do I move? Sorry, I can't cover up. Straight. Le Champion. Oh, my gosh. Look at him. He's <laughs> technically kind of sitting on your lap. I know you like have wet dreams well, of that. We're going to go like this. Yeah, that, you fine. Now, he, now, you, now you're sitting in front of him. <laughs> McCarthy. All right. So we hope you enjoyed our stinger. We're getting ourselves together over here. Yeah, we're no, it's really together. cool. We got stingers, guys. Kyle, you say no one cares about Goldberg, but you care enough to keep typing no, no, no. no that's right. No, you know no. what, Kyle? You know what, Kyle? I like this Kyle guy. We need to get Kyle on the show. I agree. How about that? I like this Kyle guy. No I one agree. cares about Bill Goldberg. I, I agree. Let's get him on here, and let's talk, especially after Super Showdown. So let's talk about Bill Goldberg. We're still slightly talking about Goldberg. Goldberg. I think this is. <laughs> I think that's why they did that spot on Friday. 
He wants people tuning into Saudi Arabia. He wanted to make everybody think like you're thinking that Gobert's going to take it and you don't want to miss it because it's only going to be but five minutes. <laughs> but I was thinking he was going to take it long before that spot. I've been calling it. That's true. Yeah. You've been calling it for a minute. I, I've been calling it. I'm telling you, Gobert gets the dub and that's the way it ought to go because, look, when it comes to drawing power, let's be honest. Compared to Goldberg as a lifetime draw, the Fiend couldn't draw flies in a, in a crap factory. Compared as a lifetime draw to the casual fan, which is what matters at Mania, I, whether it's the right decision or not, that's how Vince thinks now. This version of Vince, like Logic Booking says, yes, the Fiend wins. But Vince doesn't think that way anymore. It's all about how do I kill it, especially this time of year. Suddenly it's casual mania out here. It's let's put Logic said Shane McMahon beats The Undertaker. The whole story built to it. The whole story built to Shane McMahon beating The Undertaker. Fair? Yeah. Taker gets the W. The well, whole, I mean, and the same aspect, the whole story of Miz and Shane was Miz was going to win. The whole story. The last thing I'll say about this the whole story of Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg in 2016 was all right, Brock's going to get his W. Goldberg's just back to take the loss, and that's it. One little send-off. Goldberg beats the unbeatable guy that beat the streak. Keep in mind the run that Lesnar was on, which is a greater run than The Fiend is currently on. He the first clean loss in 2016 since he ended the streak in 2014. Oof. Be scared, people. Be scared, Fiend fans. Goldberg, Fiend's next. All right, revolution time. All right, let's go. All right, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. You got to go Darby, right? Oh, for sure Darby's the, the, taking the, that. The Spanish God can't beat Dustin Rhodes. The Spanish God can't beat anybody because he sells too well. I mean, that's only... I he mean, does sell. He's, he does he's, sell. he's such a great seller. You got, he's He'll get his push. Like but it. right now, he's the guy out there that you know, no matter what, it's going to look good. No matter what move it is, no matter what is done to him, it's going to look good. And those two together, because Darby Allen almost the same way. Except, he, But he's a face, so he gets to win more. Those are just the rules. And his theme songs <laughs> kick ass. Isn't it? See, that crowd uh, went crazy on Wednesday I, when he came out. I listen to it. I listen to it at least four or five times a week. I do. I love his theme song. Uh, Darby Allen, I think, needs to be the next world champion of AEW. If he doesn't get this Darby Allen. If he doesn't get the W, I may not buy another AEW. Like I'm committing to the fifty dollars. Oh, that's not true. Give me the right nostalgia. Not do it. <laughs> just keep Arn Anderson. That's yeah. Just keep Arn Anderson. Literally, that's why I bought it. Like Dust Rhodes, Arn Anderson, Red. I didn't buy the first one because there was no nostalgia for me to look at. Now there's nostalgia for me to look at. God help me. I need help. But this the first show, one was so long ago. This show cheaper than therapy. When people say I need help, duh. I know. All right, Nyla Rose. That's right, the native beast Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander for the Women's Championship. Do we all agree that Nyla's going to keep it? Yeah, Nyla's keeping it. It's too early to take it from her. Chris Statlander will get it later because I totally see her being a champion. That character, as weird as it can be sometimes, especially with that, like, nose poke thing. That's kind of funny. I love a good nose poke. That's fair. But yeah, it's too early for Nyla to lose that. She took too yeah. long to get it. Yeah, but like, you got to build that up, and you got to, and you got to build up another women's star to take it from her. You have to. Which is and again, Allen, I dream, I dream of Nyla Rose versus Awesome Cole. Obviously, Nyla gets a W. Awesome Cole's had her time, but please give me Nyla versus Cole. So please. I, I think Britt Baker is going to have to get the title before Chris Statlander does. I think it's going to be that kind of a process. 
Because we got to get some face to beat Nyla Rose, but it's too early for Chris Statlander. I have a, I, I have a response to our friend Kyle Nestor. Kyle, uh, Logan, talking to you. He said, "Good, find all the time to talk about a show that matters." Check the ratings, pal. Uh oh, here comes trouble. <laughs> Check the ratings. That's all I'm gonna say. It's all I'm gonna say. It's all good. It's all good. Much love. It's okay, Kyle. I agree with you. Chris Statlander is one of the best professional wrestlers on the planet. Who did it? Who did it? Who did it? You're upsetting me, people. Get me hot. Get me hot. Stay off the comment section. This is a live show, guys. Even it gets so hot. People like when I get hot. They do. People like. They do. They do. They do. That's why we do what we do. No, in all seriousness, Kyle, please keep keep giving me business. I don't care. I can take it. I'm a big boy. It'll all get done. That's what we're here for. Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely about, I agree with you on Britt Baker, because Britt Baker is established. She's the only other story besides Nyla Rose. She really is. That's the one place that AEW was seriously failing, is establishing the women's division. In, in, my, in my opinion. Oh, That's you're not wrong. One. Well, I, you, I'm usually not. Well, we got like three names right now. I'm usually not, but sorry. Riho was gone forever. I mean, she had, it's, I'm not blaming Riho. She had contractual obligations that AEW allowed her to keep. But she was gone for so long, there was no story to build anymore. Right. So now we got to rebuild Reho. Mm-hmm. But we have Britt Baker, we have Chris Statlander, we have Nyla Rose. All of those three are already pretty built. They have their characters in line. Britt Baker does now because mm-hmm. she wasn't working as a face. Right. But right now, that's all we have. Oh, totally uh, Kyle Nestor says that AEW has killed the ratings on Wednesday night. Yes, they have. I'm not saying AEW doesn't matter. I look. I gave them equal prediction rights here. You can look at my. Jason, can you vouch that I gave them just yeah. as much time, just yeah. as much effort? Uh, all our stuff is yeah. based around Promise the two you. shows. Promise you. I did. But I'm saying, let's be real. Come on, I don't. No chance. That's what you got. If you're going to sell me on WWE, not matter. See what I did there? See what I did there? Hmm? All right. Randy That's alone a- is enough to tune in to WWE. because Brock Lesnar is reasonable. Can you yeah, stop with this Brock Lesnar? And, and soon Goldberg will be reasonable enough. And Randy, Randy, Keith as reminded Randall by... Keith? Jerry the King Lawler last night, and I think I mentioned it last week. Randy's storyline is true long form storytelling. He's had this voices in his head music since what, 2006? Yeah. Long term. And they're still able to pull into it. It reminds me of his feud with Triple H, where he had the, you know, Randy would have like the mental disorder mm-hmm. for that feud. It reminds me of that. I love the kind of bring it back, bring it around town, a little SpongeBob style. I love it. Uh, both companies matter. All wrestling matters, for that matter. Damn it, wrestling lives matter. Especially that guy that was yes. suplexed off a barn. All wrestling matters. All wrestling. All, wrestling. All wrestling. He's trying to get better. I'll give him props for that. <clears throat> All right. Here's a match that sold me on this pay-per-view. Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. Now, Dustin has competed in now five decades. I mean, just a legend. Just a legend. It's longer than I've been alive. I mean, just an icon. It, I mean, when you really think about it as far as his longevity goes. And the promo that was built to this. But it's obvious that Jake Hager is going to be a Brock Lesnar type figure as far as they're going to try to build him into I'm unbeatable because I'm an MMA fighter. And he is unbeaten there. So, of course, Dustin's going to do the job. That's only right. Don't you agree? Yes and no. Because, like, Dustin's got a lot on the line here. He's got revenge in mind. and Classic storyline, babyface gets over when he's had his arm broken and such. But this is the older lion against the much younger That's lion. That's true. Yeah, we'll go stick with him. Okay, it's well, look, I hope, it's, I hope I'm wrong, because, again, I root for my nostalgic. Like, even if it's not the right decision, I go, it's nostalgia, let's go with it. Let's go with it. How with it, pal? 
All right, but yeah, I'm gonna go Rhodes. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, or I'm gonna go Hager. Hager. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, me but I, but this is one of the ma- the matches that sold me, and I look forward to sitting down and watching watching Dustin Rhodes keep stepping because he damn sure deserves it. And if you, I'll tell you right now, Cody, you put him on every pay per view, you'll get my fifty bucks. You'll get my fifty bucks. I got nothing wrong with that. How about you, Kyle? Who you got? All right, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks for tag team championships. I am conflicted here. I am conflicted here. Logic to me says that Hangman Page and Omega get it, but I think this is where everybody says bye to Hangman. I think this is where bye bye Hangman, bye bye. I have a feeling. I got a feeling. We're in for NWO type of... Oh, they're all in together the whole time? Oh, God. Damn it. Stop the match. So, first of all, Chris Jericho would have a heart attack if AEW did that. That's not happening. It's too early to break them up. That's got to build more. The first divide is Omega and Paige and then Young Bucks. Okay. That's the first divide. So you got... Because Jericho's got a lot of... He doesn't use his pull to get things his way. So, but so, they listen to him because of his experience. So if you, they pulled an NWO, oh, we're all in this together, and I'm just going to all drop down on my back for you and yeah. with a little finger poke type thing, no. Chris Jericho would probably freak out. No, what I mean is I think that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks just turn against... Adam Page. Not that they're all just, ah, it's a joke. No, it's just, why have you kicked me out? Why? Why have you given me the Lex Luger treatment in the Four Horsemen here? Why are you giving me the Sting treatment? I think if it was months ago, that would work. But Hangman is obviously doesn't care about the elite right now. He's made that very clear in his character that this is my show right now. I get you guys. This is my business, not yours. He's already kind of broken away from that. I don't think it would mean as much. Okay, fair. That's a good point. It's a good point. You're the AEW expert. I try. You are the A. The, you are the awesome AEW expert on the show. Hey, all right. I uh, like it. So I'm gonna That's go, but, but I'm gonna go Young Bucks. I'm gonna go Young Bucks. How about you? I'm still going with Kenny and him. Hangman. All right. <clears throat> so with now, let's get to this is this is the other one that sold me. This is the hard. Notice how I'm so. such a mark. I put him in the rundown. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's Yeah, it's all right. I should make like a four four horseman symbol. All right. MJF versus Cody. By the way, Cody's going to have Arn Anderson in his corner. I just thought you should know. Because, again, my love and nostalgia. Who you got here, Mr. McCarthy? I'm going Cody. Going going Cody. Going Cody. Kyle Nestor says the Bucks get the win because Hangman's going to turn. It's too early, man. Kyle, it's too early for Hangman to turn. And it's too obvious. It's got to be Kenny and Hangman turning for it to mean something. Obviously, Hangman wants nothing to do with the Young Bucks. I just talked about this. They've been building this character and story to Hangman Page is done with the Young Bucks trying to steal his thunder. Every time he does something special, oh, here comes the Young Bucks. No, this is my spotlight, not yours. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it to him for months. It doesn't, it doesn't fit for Hangman to just turn on Kenny and cost him the titles. It fits for Kenny and Hangman to turn on them. Because what have the Young Bucks done for them? Hangman and, and Hangman and Kenny come out all the time when the Young Bucks are under attack from somebody. The Young Bucks help out Kenny sometimes, but they never help out Hangman Page. What were the Young Bucks when the Young Bucks 
wide open with the Judas effect. Where were they? They were nowhere to be found because they don't care about Hangman Page in storyline. Of the, course, in right, storyline. I'm right. not trying to be like, oh, they could care less about the real guy. No, in storyline, they could care less about Hangman Page. Ah, remember when we didn't have to clarify if we were kayfabe or not? Those yeah, were the days. It's, but um, I don't know. It's those like, were the days. So, all right. I'm going to go. I got to go Cody. I understand that MJF needs momentum. I get it because, like, he's the best heel in this industry. That's right. Look, Hannity just complimented an AEW guy compared to everybody over in WWE. He's the best heel in the world. And number two would be Chris Jericho, both AEW guys. It's not even close. It's not even remotely close. We don't have legit heels. <clears throat> we don't have legit heels in the big old E. There's just uh, not a real right. legit heel. Because the biggest legit heel in WWE, and it all depends on what town he's in, is Lesnar. Like last night, Lesnar not a heel. He gets he gets he's getting praised like he's the second coming to Jesus because he lives in Canada now. He lives in he's the only person in this world that lives in Saskatchewan. Everyone leaves, um, so he gets big time cheered. Now some some like a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, when uh, Heyman like left the ring during the promo, he was getting booed out of the building. There's like, if there is a legit heel, it is Brock Lesnar. But there's two inconsistent be- because the E is the smart audience; they're not going to play along. Where AEW is willing to play along. Where it's like, well, if you, people like me who love Brock Lesnar, like it's obvious I'm a Brock Lesnar mark. He could spin on my grandmother, and they probably still cheer him. Like, because... I don't know. I might kick him in the knee and run. Yeah, right. what, about, what an analogy. <laughs> for, my, for my own grandmother's sake. And, I, and I mean run. Like, yeah. a legit yeah, run. I mean, like yeah. As fast as I could yeah, away you, from but my giant But, man. like, I know that's serious hyperbole. I just use no doubt. Of course. But you get what I'm saying. Like, it would be hard for me to not be like, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it would be, it, it's yeah. your grandma. Yeah. What do you mean? It yeah. would be hard for me to be like, wow, Gra- Brock yeah. Lesnar, really. Thank you so much, Mr. Lesnar. So, I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'd be the guy that be like, I didn't get that. Can you do that again? <laughs> oh my days, but man. I, my family knows I used to try to be a wrestler and wrestled before. I mean, it's just my style. I, I'm the guy that's, you know, take a superplex tomorrow. But it's unless fine. he's facing The Undertaker, I'd root for Lesnar. Just like with Goldberg. Unless he's facing Taker, I'm going to root for Goldberg. So, <clears throat> but back to AEW. MJF versus Cody. I know MJF needs, needs this, but Cody has been besmirched this entire feud. This entire feud. Anytime you get the comeuppets. Yeah, I think so. I got Cody. What do you think? I know you already said, do you think Cody? Yeah, Cody, for sure. Do you think it's to come up its time? I think so. Uh, Cody went through an awful lot to get here. It would almost ring hollow if MJF wins. Unless right. unless Arn Anderson turns on Cody, MJF cannot win this match. He just can't. Especially after that dang cage match that they had. I'm still picking Cody because I don't really see that happening. I'm just kind of coming off from left field. It would be a little bit of four horsemen ish to let turn a, on let Cody. Us, like, let, let us ponder the nostalgia that that was te- And they teased it in the cage match, too. MJF tried to talk him into it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe MJF. Maybe MJF had some negotiations over the week here. Mm-hmm. And Maybe. I mean, I mean. Arn can be a little blinded by money. He stuck with Ric Flair during the worst of times. We'll see. If that happens, I'll mark it out. If that happens, I'll mark it out so hard. Who am I kidding? I'm going to it anyway. All right. <clears throat> Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Late champion. I'm going to go uh, get our guests. Okay. But that, that's you're, my you're going late champion. champion. All right. Late champion. 
Dion, this guy loves Jericho, huh? Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. I'm going to go Jericho. I feel like you have to, you got to use, you can't, in my opinion, you cannot go from one WWE guy to another to hold that title. Right. It needs to be an AEW established guy, and they haven't done a good job yet at that establishment. So I'm going to go Jericho. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to say Jericho, man. Jericho's the GOAT, and in McCarthy's personal opinion, Jericho is the GOAT. So Yeah, of course. It's your personal opinion. So, of course, you stick to it. You know what I mean? So, of course. Let us take a quick break here. Quick, quick break. Yeah, we're taking a quick break. To get our guests set up, situated, get my throat a break. Off the Wall Tuesday. This is Loganity presented by Mojo Sports Gear, and you can give them a call at 614. You know, we. The guests are in the building. The guests are in the building. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to get it together on this side. Bill O'Reilly proud. We're doing a live. So, Jason, I want you to go ahead. I want you to go ahead here because because you arranged this. So, I want, you to go, I want you to go ahead and introduce our guest here. All right, guys. So, we have from the new wrestling era, Dennis Vega, the, the promoter. Adrian Satterfield, one of the talents, a wonderful talent, I might add. And we're just here to kind of help them tell their story and get some more people at those shows. Because I'll be honest, guys, if you like independent wrestling, I'm not just saying this because I interned there. They really do have some good talents that just want to get noticed. Get out there, support your local wrestlers and promotions and and see these guys in action. Because it's not, like we said at at the first show, this ain't no backyard wrestling. Where they're out of the yard. That there's this is a serious show with storylines and everything else, and it's intense family fun. Like there's no like bad language or crazy blood spewing everywhere. It, no blood capsule you, pills. You can take huh? the family to it and and talk about it with the family that didn't go later. Mm-hmm. I got you. Well, it's a pleasure. It is an absolute pleasure to have you both. Uh, Dennis, I'll start with you. Give give us a little bit of your background and give us a little bit of background from, for your promotion. So, in, in, in a nutshell, I'll kind of keep it short and sweet because Adrian's the main talent here. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we love our promotion, but this guy's going places. Okay. Uh, we I started out as a backyard wrestler, um, worked my way up literally from the backyard um, where I went to an MCW, Midwest Championship Wrestling Show, over in Marion, Ohio. I uh, met a promoter there named Jay Martin. He introduced me to uh, James Avery, who is a uh, school has a school in Newark, OPWA, Ohio Pro Wrestling Academy. And uh, they, they welcomed me with open arms. I attended training there for a little over a year to become a professional wrestler. And uh, unfortunately for me, I've, I've got a, a little touch of PTSD. And, you know, uh, in my background, I, I realized that sometimes it's better to take a step back so you don't hurt people. Totally understandable. So, so I, uh, I didn't want to get out of the industry. I love it. I wanted to continue with what I do. So I, uh, I figured, why not open a promotion? So we took NWE, New Wrestling Era, from the backyard. And we decided to uh, literally make it what it is today, which is which is a family quality entertainment. And uh, and and Jason talked about it being intense family entertainment. Uh, this guy right here is as intense as they get. I've actually watched him move a 16 by 16 wrestling ring about three inches, going corner to corner. 
Well, Adrian, let's, let's that's talk. That's it. I didn't know that. He said, I didn't know. <laughs> that's a, now, that, that's a hell of an introduction. Yeah, no, that's, so, so that's, that's definitely that, a great introduction. Yeah, that's a hell of an introduction. Let's do this thing. So, what got, where'd you get your start in professional wrestling? Um, I got my start. I trained, we trained at the same place, OPWA in Newark under James Avery. And, um, you know, I'm an ex football player. Uh, I wanted to go to NFL, but. You know, just got burnt out eventually. And I was just thinking, like, what could I do? Still compete, you know? I still like being, you know, I didn't want to get a real job. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, Because getting slammed to the mat is not a real job, right? I don't want to. I was thinking, you know, it started with MMA and then I was trained wrestling. And I was like, I like the pro wrestling. It just kind of stuck. And. I uh, came up to Ohio. I got a buddy that lives in Columbus. So I looked for schools around here and uh, found OPWA. So uh, made the trip, uh, made the change, and been wrestling up here since um, last May. So uh, a little over a year in now. So what have been some of your uh, your favorite career highlights so far? What are some of your favorite moments thus far? Um, well, getting my first win, I, I wrestled in DCW in um, Piqua. That was my first win I got over uh, Big Cuss. That was nice. Um, working my first uh, actual show, uh, Pro Wrestling Live, last May in um, Black Lick. That was really cool. It was a cool experience, you know. Coming from a football background, you perform as a team. But in wrestling, it's kind of individual. That was cool. Like, cool, nice change. And then I got to be honest, uh, working for his show, the um, NWE, you know, he's giving me – it's like it, – it, it's different than other shows I've been on. You know, it's it's uh, it's more explanation. Like, this is what I want, and I want it to be like this, like that. And it, it's really cool to kind of see more in detail of, of what a show should be. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I've been in it. Less or a little over a year, so that's probably the top highlight so far. Question from one of our uh, viewers here: Have you have you guys given any thought to putting your shows on IWTV? Um, well, I'm, I'm I myself am not familiar with IWTV. That would be something I'd have to have to get a little more information on. Neither am I. I was just I was just relaying the question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if that if can you know push me in that direction, I, I'm more than happy. Uh, myself and Jay Martin from MCW have actually talked about maybe uh, hosting similar storylines where we can play off of each other a little bit and uh, putting it on a closed circuit TV in Marion, Ohio. So I mean that is nice. something that that is something that we're interested in. We're always moving forward. Well, if you if you need a commentary team, here I, it is. It's a bank share quick story. Sure. So at our last show, we actually had five cancellations within an hour from the showtime. And uh, and I think I think Jason knows where I'm going with that. I think I do. Um, so I, I'm, I'm scrounging around. I'm calling everybody I know. I'm calling every promoter I know, every wrestling school I know within two hours. Hey, man, I got a show in an hour. Can you get anybody here? Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? And, and then I find out that my, my guy doing Roman cam around the ring <laughs> actually has professional wrestling <laughs> training and gear with him at the show. So I said, you know what? Let's make it happen. So out there on social media somewhere, this guy's got a nice little video of him you, getting flipped around. You guys know what? Last week, we, we, we reviewed that match live. 
that I was blown up in two minutes. I appreciate the love you do. Hey, listen, man. I'm very hard on myself. You did better than I would have. I would have went in the ring. By the time I climbed through the ropes, I would have been all right. Right. You're here. Nine year old kids. I know. I think my favorite part of the match was when he stood in the ring and he said, I have the sexiest butt in Belfast, Ohio. Oh, my God. One kid laugh in the replay. I have no idea who I was doing it. Well, I mean, who would laugh? Well, that might have been me. Right. That's the goal to get people to laugh. Sure. Call me an idiot. Indeed, uh, indeed. I agree. And we do that here every week for free. I know, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's natural. Yeah, well, yeah. One of the things Adrian touched on, too, that I'd, I'd like to kind of go with, uh, I, I do run my promotion a little different from what I understand than most promoters. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan. I like that surprise of watching professional wrestling. I, I do. I think everything about that's amazing. So for me, um, I, I, I've heard, I've heard everything from choreographed to fake to work to everything. I hate that. Oh, those words are I not button for me. So, much. And so, so I don't do that. So what I do is I get with the two guys that I've got working a show or three or four, whatever the match is, and I say, okay, man, this is who we got. This is who you're working. Surprise me. Steal the show. And I, I let the competitors work out the match. And that way, I still get to be a fan. I still get to enjoy mm-hmm. the show. And, and so far, um, the first two shows that we've had have worked out really well. Um, we've seen Canadian Destroyers, which is an insane move. Um, had me. <laughs> if you ever get to see the video of Mikey Montgomery and, and uh, Zach Thomas, when they hit, when Mikey hits the uh, Canadian Destroyer, Mikey's new. Zach, Zach was definitely the... Uh, the, the veteran of that match and when they hit it I'm in the background I got my arms in the air I'm screaming I'm cheering I'm like oh man that was awesome so yeah I, I really like that aspect of it I've done that with Adrian uh, there's a match coming up in June with Adrian himself here um, Dave Christ OVE OVE yes we've got bet. we've got Dave coming in June um, and Adrian's the guy that's got to got to get in the squared circle with uh, Dave. So, well, well, Adrian, tell us what Dave can expect when he when he steps into the, into the squared circle with you. Uh, well, expect pain and suffering. Good answer. Good answer. That's sure, right. Sweet it's, to the point. It's not a dolly show. So when you get this message later tonight from Dave Chris telling me that Adrian Satterfield's giving him pain and suffering, what does that do for me now? <laughs> what do you mean? We're, we're, we're all about working gimmicks here on the Gannon yeah, Oh, my days. So make sure our audio levels are good. I heard someone say Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just check it. We're together. Just, just check all together. We're in there like swimwear. But, but Adrian, talk about what What are some of your uh, future goals? I mean, I just want to I wanna do this for a living Mm -hmm. you know i want to make it wwe impact ring of honor AEW, uh new japan you know i want to get to where this is like i don't have to work a shoot job you know Mm -hmm. so that's that's the main goal right there so you're uh, you're open for business, because uh, I I heard you list off just about every major yeah, I mean, uh, major company that has ever been major in the last decade. Yeah, I mean. So uh, so you'd even work for NWA, I'd imagine. Uh, you know, they're, yeah, they're back I mean, they're back doing tapings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are some of the promotions that you keep your eye on? Do you watch them all? Do you watch any? Do you? Um, I watch WWE, uh, AEW, uh, catch NXT Wednesdays now since they're running every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I catch Ring of Honor every Saturday. They got a show. 
on a, like 11 at night. I'll stay yeah, up watching. syndicated Fox 28 right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah and that, that's, that's it right now. McCarthy, uh, I, I know you're just waiting with bated breath for me to kick it to you here. Let, let, me, oh, let, no, let, me, let me let you have a few questions here. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so um, let, let, I, let me watch the reunion here. You started New Wrestling Era because you wanted to stay in the business. What, what's the secondary goal for that? Is it to help mostly to help these guys get noticed by somebody? Yes. Yes. Uh, so you, you mentioned uh, NWA just a little while ago, right? And that's uh, I, I I'm really really into that. Like I like I grew up with the with the Ric Flairs of old, with the Adrian Streets, the uh, Lord Humongous, you know, George Animal Steel, those kind of guys. So I grew up all over the place, up and down. Um, and I would I like watching new talent come in and explode. Like Adrian, I, when we first trained together, I watched this guy like I said run from corner to corner in a ring. And when he hit the ropes, he hit the ropes. I mean, the ring shifted and the ring would shift back. And I thought, man, this guy, this guy's gonna, he's gonna go somewhere. Like somebody's gonna see this guy. He's got the size, he's got the athleticism, he's got the strength, he's got the look. I mean, you're standing across the ring from this guy. This is intimidation at the max right here. So I, you know, I like that. That's my goal is to see these guys. You know, the Adrians, the Mikey Montgomerys, uh, Devlin Cassidy. I want to see these guys explode. I want to see them take off. And then you know. Like it's like all I want. You ain't got to take me with you. Just give me a pop every now and again. You know, That's hey. right. My, my guy, help me out. Yeah, come back and do a bit of a trip now again. Right. Beep. Uh, one of our viewers, Kyle Nestor, said, "Okay, I'm I'm sold. I want to see Adrian versus Dave." All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on yeah. yeah. Follow us on Facebook. We'll have uh, once that show is is ready to be opened up, mm-hmm. we'll have everything posted on our new wrestling era website. And and, and personally, I got to tell you, I don't know about you three. I don't know about you two. I don't know why I said three. I can't count. Oh, well, he called me fat. That's Loki calling me fat. <laughs> I would love to do a live Loki. From that particular show right there. That, I like that, the way that I, sounds, man. Try to do roaming and sure. show at the sure, same why time. Why not? No, I, no, I mean, I mean pregame, and I mean the pre- oh, yeah, pre-game, okay. pre-game I mean, I'd love to have you guys there. Yeah. Pregame it for a few hours to hype it up and be like, come on down about that. Mm. I'd be down. I'd be um, that's I'll tell you what. Mm, I'm thinking. And I mean, and we we've had uh, so in in February, we actually crowned our first ever NWE champion, Ryder Reed, um, Kickflip Kid. He's an amazing talent as well. That's another name that if you keep an eye on, you're going to see him somewhere one day. The kids love him. Oh, they love they him. Love he him. he's so over right now. I, I, I guarantee you, if if he ever drops that title, I'll probably get beat up in the parking lot. I mean, <laughs> I, I really I really feel that way. Old school days, huh? Right, right. Like I will all of a sudden be the heel of the. Hour, yes. I'm just saying, uh, but yeah, we've got guys like Ryder who are who are so over with the fans that literally people walk in and they go, "Is Ryder here tonight? Is Ryder going to be here tonight? If Ryder's not here tonight, I'll just go home." You know, I'm like, "Oh, don't worry, Ryder's coming. He's a mainstay." Well, that, that, that's 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 over right there. Oh yeah, but but Adrian, I, I would imagine you have your eyes on that championship. Yeah, I mean, um, the match he wanted in, I was in, but. He didn't pin me, mm-hmm. so technically. So I feel like you are doing a one-on-one opportunity. I yes. never got beat, so there it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dennis sounds like an open challenge. Yeah, you got to say with your chest, uh, man. It said that guy uh, never right. took a L. I mean, if you want, if you want an open challenge right here on Logan, you can go right ahead. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, read. I'm coming for you. Um, yeah, and, I, and I don't, I don't have a doubt that down the road we're going to see, you know, Adrian the Lion Satterfield. I mean, with the name like that, how can you not be yeah. the chance, right? And, and trust me, I've, I've been the recipient of five of those lions in one match. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah. yeah, they're pretty rough sometimes. Yeah, but, uh, don't let that face fool you either. Like, when he gets in that ring, it's like all business. He's angry, and it's, I mean, it's different from a screen this big, but still, it's like, yeah, he's ready to go. He's yeah. got, he's oh, got yeah. that. <laughs> well, when sometimes I, some some guys just don't get noticed because their facial expressions don't match their character. Oh, he's like Keith Lee. Down for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. I I'll pitch to any promoter that's listening. I know uh, I was watching your show just a couple of weeks ago. I think it was you had uh, Donnie in here. Yeah, new I, I, I would I would recommend Adrian to any other promoter out there. He's a great draw. He's a hard worker. Um, you know he's there for ring setup. He's there for ring teardown. He he's he's 150% hands on with everything we do, and he doesn't go in work his match and leave. Always there, even though he's new himself. If he sees something that somebody else does, you know, another green wrestler's there, and, and maybe they botched a move, just you know, something slight. And he comes up, and he says, "Hey, man, look, if you'll do this differently, this will help you look a little more intense. This will make you look a little better. This will make you look a little more professional." So, any promoter that watches a show that's that's hearing, me out, if you get a chance, book Adrian. You won't you won't go wrong. He'll draw a crowd for you. And from just a layman's perspective, when he walked in here, I went, "Whoa." He's built like a brick house. He is. I'm not going to say the, I'm not going to say the rest of it, because, uh, it, but I'm like, ooh, he is, <laughs> he is big league built. Uh, absolutely. But but what are you, what are your? Adrian, you said you want to go to, at, uh, you know, all those things. But what are your goals for 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 the current promotion you're in? What what are your goals right now? Be champion. Be champion. Got it. Right. Simple. Sweet. See, short, sweet, to the point. You're everything I'm not. I'm long-winded if you can't tell. <laughs> You're everything I'm not. I'll leave the rest for the ring, man. Who's your favorite opponent so far? Who's been so your far? number one guy that you were like, yeah, that was way more fun than it should have been? I like working with Big Cuz. The, the, the one in DCW, man. That was good. That was uh I learned a lot in that match, and I feel that's the the biggest leap I've made in in my wrestling career was okay. in that match for sure. Now, is there any? Because there's a lot of the uh, the legends of yesteryear working the Indies. Is there any legend you that works the Indies that you want to work with? Have worked with? Is there anybody like I said that that you go? I want to get in the ring with him someday, even if he's not say what he used to be. Um, well, he had one the March with John Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll Really looking forward to that, but unfortunately, you know that uh, show had to get canceled. But that business um, is uh, well. Yeah. Well, we, we unfortunately not really business. Yeah, it's we personal. we lost our house to a house fire. Uh, Friday was a week ago. <laughs> so due to having to piece together a new house for the family, we did have to. The, uh, the March show, and, and you know, obviously, this talent that we have coming in is so huge, they can't hold dates. I right. mean, I can't tell you, hey man, look, I'm not able to run March the 7th like it planned, but if you'll go to March the 16th, you know, just throwing that out there, right. but you know, that, that doesn't happen because typically, guys like Sean Casey, who's former TNA, mm-hmm. former WWE, you know, the guys, he's part of the champions. Right. Um, I mean, I was really, really looking forward to him and Adrian getting in the ring. Um, but unfortunately, like I said, due to things beyond our control, that step back, which is what led us to bring in Dave Chris. Hey, okay, so we missed Sean Casey this month. And it's not to say that he won't be back. Great guy. Um, from the start to the booking process to, you know, upon everything that happened, he was right there with us 100% of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually helped us get back on our feet after the fire, so that was nice. Um, it, it just, just amazing guy. Like I said, he'll be back. He'll be back with with uh, with NWE soon. We just got to get everything ironed out. And as of right now, 
I'm proactive with my bookings. Mm-hmm. I'm completely full all the way through our June 6th show, which is going to be our end of season show. Mm-hmm. And then we'll pick back up again in September. We take the summers off, just as most indie wrestling do. Right. Um, but it's kind of hard to compete with some summertime things, you know, vacations, yeah. things yeah. of that nature. But uh, through June, we're completely booked. Um, I mean, we've got names, man. We've got... Uh, Let's see, who all who all can I throw out there? I know we've got Zach Thomas coming back again. Adrian's down for every show that we've got coming. Um, we've got Devlin Cassidy coming back again. Ryder Reed, obviously, is coming back again. Uh, we actually booked, talking about former stars, mm-hmm. a guy that kind of helped this guy get over in his very first match, which put him into the championship match. We had Ray Orndorff on the show. And uh, Adrian was kind of... On his way to a to a loss there and, and a quick stunner well, from Ray. And it was it was fair because Super Beef he, he was doing some cheap stuff too. Blame it on so the superhero. It was all <laughs> Uh, all, all fair and love and war, as they say. But first of all, I want to say uh, thoughts and prayers to you for that house fire. I mean, that, yeah, it takes a uh, very strong man I'm, to go through those type of things uh, and still stand on their two feet. I mean that very it. sincerely. Uh, so again, and while I was already grateful that you guys came in and took the time, knowing the circumstances, wow, thank you so much for taking a few Appreciate minutes it, and sitting here. And I, I, sure. I, I, I don't say that as Loganity. I say that as Logan Morris uh, because that is wow. Again, my thoughts and prayers out to you. I know to some people that doesn't mean much but i mean that very sincerely it's you know it's um, trials and tribulations man we uh it, this is the way i look at it we all go through things that are going to make us stronger so we put our March show off due to something like this right. so that when we come back in April, typical match card on an indie scene, you see seven to eight matches. I'm just going to throw it out. We've, I, I overbooked to compensate for March. We have 10 matches scheduled in, in April. So, uh, that would be, be a long, wow. be a long night wow. right there. Talking we, about, we got a, we've got right. a rumble coming at the end of that show. So uh, a lot of our, we've got a lot of students coming in from different places. There was a guy at our last show. His name was Jamal. Um, I, I myself, he's He's a different stature than Adrian. He's a little bit shorter. He's a little bit thinner, but he's got a stocky build to him. I see potential in that kid as well. Um, he told me he's only been in 10 matches. And, you know, a few little missteps here and there, but all in all, that kid's got potential. Um, I know his trainer. His trainer's good. He's a good trainer. He works with us too, uh, JJ Castillo. He's he's a great, great wrestler. Um and another one to throw out there that this is a match that I think I personally want to book, and I think it would be pretty amazing. And I don't think the guy beside me is going to like it. But uh, have you guys ever heard of Paxton Callaway? Mm-hmm. Seven foot tall giant. Yes, he's I'd huge. I'd like I'd like to see him and Adrian in the ring together. Well, I would not be happy. Hoss fight. He is a he is a mountain of a man. I went against one seven footer already and won. Okay. So I once uh, I once saw. He and the hands of stone, Ronnie Garvin, have a, have a square off. Uh, of course, Ronnie Garvin uh, knocked him down one of those hands of stone's fist. But, but when he hit the ring, when, when Paxton hit the ring, wow. Yeah. It looked like the whole ring moved. I mean, he is... Whew. Ron Strowman's got nothing on Paxton as far as size goes. Right. I mean that. He's big Genuinely. He's big. Wow. He's, he is big. He's huge. Jason, have you seen Paxton? Yeah. Oh, he he's is. He's a big fella. Oh, he's a big hoss. My first, uh, my first instance with Paxton Callaway, my 
I first shot watching him in the ring, I watched him climb to the top rope and go off the top rope, and I thought, man, I'm going to book this guy. <laughs> like that. It's like, I want to see that in my ring. That's what I want to see. And my, my fear was I, I had uh, – I had him in a triple threat match against uh, who was in that match? Do you remember? That was um, Tyreek Paxton Calloway, Tyreek Kalam, and Johnny All Night. Uh, Tyreek Kalam's over six foot tall. Almost, oh, him and Adrian. He's tall. Adrian me. and Tyreek run in a faction called the Force. Uh, they're they're mentored by the Professor, otherwise known as Colonel Sanders, uh, who's currently awaiting me to give him an apology before he comes back. I don't know that I can do that. It's kind of hard for me to muster that up. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that one later. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> but uh, Tyreek and uh, Tyreek and Johnny Allnight again is like Johnny Allnight's, I think, 5'11", 260 pounds. And then on top of those two, you got Paxton, and it was a triple threat match for the first show he did. And my thought was, man, I really hope the slats on this ring hold up. <laughs> like, that was kind of my fear. So you mentioned about about matches. Book. Besides Paxton versus Adrian here, which which I look, I'll be the first to tell you I'll see you at the door. Uh, is there any other matches that kind of catch your eye? Someone, something that you want to go? I want that eventually for NWE for sure. Yes, um, there's a there's a hot tag team out there. We had them booked. Unfortunately, the flu hit us last show. Uh, Philly Moreno Experience PME. They are electrifying. That's a tag team that again we're going to see, you know, on on a on a weekly televised show very very soon. Um, and the match that I had booked was PME versus the Good Guys. Um, the Good Guys come out of Pennsylvania. They wowed me. They they broke apart and did some single action for me whenever we couldn't do the tag match. And, uh, and I was impressed. I was really impressed. So I think I think PME versus the good guys is one that I really want to see before they leave the Indies. Because I, I mean, it's going to happen. They're going to they're going to be out of the Indies. They're going to be on TV, and, and we're all going to be saying, "Man, I wish I'd had them on my show." So that's something the fans could potentially potentially look forward to. I, I am definitely going to book PME again. I'm definitely going to book the good guys again. So hopefully soon. Uh, it will be after June. Like I said, I'm completely booked through June right now. He's solid through June, folks. <laughs> But look out for September. Yeah, September's going to be on fire. I uh, I was actually hit up by a couple of guys the other day that I thought were, and I'm not going to name drop these guys yet because we're still in the booking process. Right, that's all professional. But uh, I, I honestly, only being three shows in now, well, third show coming in April, I thought they were out of my league. I thought they were they were far beyond what I was going to be able to book. And, uh, and hey, they, they contacted me. And they said, hey, we, we really want to come out and check NWE out. And I I'm like, hey, we really want you to come check NWE out. So, <laughs> like, as a matter of fact, it goes both ways. Right. It's like great minds think alike, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, we. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to give a quick plug because I, I talked to James Avery before I came in and made sure that he was he was kosher with this. Um, even though I wasn't able to professionally complete my training at OPWA, uh, they give you a great base of where to start in professional wrestling. They've brought in some great guys. Uh, there's another one, Chase Winters, that graduated from there. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting him booked. Uh, we have James Roenick booked from OPWA as well. Uh, but uh, OPWA managers, anybody out there that wants to be a professional wrestler, look those guys up on Facebook. Get in touch with James Avery. He'll put you in the right direction. And, I mean, he's he's got some great people. 
Well, McCarthy, I, I've said plenty here. I've said plenty. You take you take the next one. Come on. Come on. What do I got left? Well, I'll, 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 I'll ask the question. I'm a producer, so typically I'd be, doing, I'd be producing stuff. You know what I mean? But I got a bunch of questions, so let me just shoot my questions. So, question numero uno. What is the hardest thing, like, that you go through walking through the doors to, to follow your dream? Not even follow your dream, but to take the steps to achieve what it is that you achieve to become a professional wrestler. What are the hardest things that you've had to, like, go through? shake everybody's hand um, you know ask questions um, just really don't come in there thinking that it's going to be everyone's just going to cheer for you and and give you everything you want you know sometimes you're going to have to take a back seat and um, yeah just be humble Hum- humbility is the key. Not Humberto, but humbility well, is the key. Quick story to that. When I sure. came into professional wrestling at OPWA, and you were there my first day, we right? We started the same we day. Did. We did. We started training the same day. Um, I, I came, like I said, from the backyard where I thought I knew everything. I was, a, I was a backyard champion. You know, I was all excited. And I walked in and I told them that, and they looked at me and said, well, first of all, you're not. And so that was that was my first experience walking into training. You're 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 not a professional wrestler. You're you know we're going to train you to be a professional wrestler. So I walk in. I've got the big head. I know everything. And uh, <laughs> sounds like somebody we know, guys. Huh? Uh, I, I learned I learned how to tuck my chin real quick, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was it, it like Adrian said. It's very humbling when you walk in. Um, I knew in my head. I knew everything. You know. Right. When I left, I was at a loss of words, which isn't me. I was, I was, you know, being a promoter, I, I throw a lot of promos out there. Um, I do a lot of in-ring promos still. Um, but yeah, I, I left there and I told James Avery, I said, man, I, I don't know what to say. Like I'm blown away. I don't know anything. So if yeah, if anybody wants to go to school to be a professional wrestler. Walk in with a clean slate. Don't go in there thinking you know what you're doing because you've seen it on TV because it's wrong. It's a completely That's so it's wrong. a completely different process. It is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nothing like um what was that show? Tough enough. <laughs> you guys remember that from the early 2000s? <laughs> it's nothing yeah, like that. I do remember it, tough enough. Like like those guys. Game show? Yeah. Um, the game show. Yeah, actually, it was technically a game show. Uh, so I guess you, I guess you could say that it was a it was a whole new wrestling era for you. Exactly. Oh exactly. wow! Days. Oh my days. <laughs> this is so cool. I'm so glad to see you guys. I'm so glad that you guys are here today. This is great. Styles, do you have another? Yeah, of course. You know I got questions. I got words to say. Watch this, watch this, watch this. I learned this from a guy one time. There it is. <laughs> um, another question. Now I'm going to just stop asking questions after this one. I promise. I get I get marky when I meet wrestlers. You guys don't understand. Hey, it's cool, man. I, you so know, cool. I do, too. I mark out all the this time. Is the, this is the closest. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, oh, wait, we're in the same class. Anyway. So, <laughs> He's like, that's an imagine 12 Right, years. yeah, you know. Do those ropes hurt? Do they leave marks? Do they leave scars? I was told, I was told you know, I, I've never done more than five push-ups in my life, and that's even in middle school. I elementary school, all of it. But I was told that when you hit the ropes, you see that wrestling talk, huh? How you doing? When you hit the 
those damn ropes, you will feel pains and you will have scars. They, they will stay there, but it, it makes your skin tough. Is that true? Like, um, you callous. It's uh, honestly for me. Because you move the ring when you hit the ropes, right? I, <laughs> yeah. like, I think he leaves scars on the ropes. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've always been fine when hitting the ropes, but I've seen people with like some pretty bad marks after a match. <laughs> I raised my hand on that. I'm one of them. Right. So Adrian just called you a wimp, Styles, is what he said. Oh, wow. I, wow. Hey, <laughs> I don't want I no didn't smoke. say anything like that. <laughs> you guys heard what he said about the other guy. I don't want no yeah, smoke. He does, I told you guys he does more push-ups than me. I, 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 don't I think no you intimidate him. He's kind of cowering down over here. Yeah, I am. I am cowering down. No, I was down. talking about Adrian. Yeah, yeah, damn right. <laughs> 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 this is so cool. Oh, this, this, oh, this is incredibly fun. Thank you again, number one, for coming out. Uh, Appreciate you having now, me can, can you, uh, can you talk about some of your injury history? Or have you been pretty lucky on that front? Because, you know, there's always the critics out there, the naysayers to professional wrestling, and what a great, genuine sport it is. So can have you been lucky as far as the injuries go? Because, you know, some people out there don't think it's a sport. Some people, you know, don't give it the credit it deserves. So can you can you talk about some of the injury history that either one of you have had? Um, well, in wrestling, no. I haven't been injured. but Lucky man. Lucky. The word I will use is sore. Sore. So... Show shit. If you think you're going to get in the ring and you're just going to feel great afterwards, um, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. No, so not at all. It's uh, a work, but you're actually hitting the mat. And when someone gives you a clothesline, they're trying to take your head off. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Like, it's not... If you're not tough, then don't get into it. We kind of sure. we kind of talked about that on the way up here. I was in training, and uh, obviously, I like my donuts. So, As do uh, I, friend. No judgment here. So do I. So do I. So uh, we were we were uh, being trained by a, a another student who's actually been on WWE and toured in Japan, and uh, <laughs> Adrian was still giving me a little, little little crap about it because I was in the corner, literally like this, arms above my head, panting like a dog. Uh, couldn't breathe, sides cramping like ran two miles. Uh, yeah, we're and, doing blow up drills. Yeah, and and I was blowed up. <laughs> it was pretty bad, but yeah, it's uh, Epsom salt, man. Epsom, that's that's your best friend. Brings down that swelling, huh? Oh, draw and that. that body a little. Right, draw your yeah, draw your warm bath. Put some Epsom salt in there, soak for you know a good twenty minutes, and then and then get out and relax. And and it takes a lot of the pain out because there is pain involved. I believe it. I believe it. I've. Uh, I've miscued, botched a couple of moves. I've uh, I Superman to hip toss one day. It's pretty funny. He almost went out of the ring. I, I, I literally instead of instead of hitting my flip bump, I uh, he just went straight I, ahead. I, so this is this is this is where the PTSD will kick in, and you guys will see why I stopped. Um, I so my brain said flip 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 flip. I posted where I was supposed to post, and my body said you're not going to flip anywhere today. You're going to fly. So hands above my head, I took off flying and literally almost flew out of the ring. So yeah, it's, I was like that was that that was the first instance where I was. Like you know, maybe I might need to look at doing something a little different, <laughs> you know. And then, and then the little things like just you know, a roll up schoolboy or something. I kept realizing that I was missing spots, and that's mm-hmm. when I realized it was time for me to take a different approach. Gotcha. Very professional in, in that aspect. And a lot of guys have the strength to to do that. Like they just keep trying to push forward and end up hurting somebody. So that was pretty. That was my fear because I mean, me and Adrian trained a lot outside of school together, just trying to get me. He he really pushed me to try to get me better mm-hmm. as a professional wrestler, and and the things that 
I noticed myself was that I couldn't remember the spots. And uh, and that's dangerous. That's really dangerous. Because, I mean, not just for me, but if I deadweight this guy when he's trying to pick me up, I'm, I'm 240 pounds. I mean, I'm a heavy guy. Not saying that he couldn't sling me around, but, you know, it, it it would be hard to deadweight somebody where I could rip a shoulder, you know, rip a quad, rip anything, a pec muscle. Right. And then now all of a sudden here I am not knowing my spots with a potential, you know, WWE superstar down the road who's torn a muscle because I didn't do something right. Gotcha. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, it was, it was the right move for me just as Adrian doing what he does was the right move for him. Well, uh, you know, I look because, and it, people don't understand, in my opinion, how important and how great independent wrestling is. And people also don't understand the hotbed that this used to be for independent for wrestling, period. Uh, I mean, Ohio used to be a big-time hotbed. Yes. Go back and watch those 80s promos with Flair. Cincinnati's on every one of them. Yes. Cincinnati's on almost every one of them. When he's listening to all the towns I'll be at, the Marriott, room 806, or whatever it may be. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to the Nature yeah, Boys, it's always. Yeah. Today, guys. I, I still have them on. Yeah. I mean, that would be. I, if I could have Ric Flair on a show of mine, yeah. I would. I would mark out. Like I'm not gonna lie. That I would be. You there. understand what's happening oh, over yeah. here now, right? You know? <laughs> it's like it's like I don't want to say too much, but damn, this is cool, guys. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, man. Like I keep talking about Dave, and because and Dave keeps telling me that he's bringing some students of his with him, and he he hasn't dropped any names for me, so I don't know who he's bringing. And the fact that I've already met Madman Fulton. Uh, we met him at the last PWL show, and I'm going to tell you what he's he's intense as well. Um, but I, I marked out when I met Madman like that was that was incredible to me. This guy's a monster. Yeah, because I mean he is. I mean he is huge. But that'd be a good match well, too. Absolute. Yeah. Adrian, on the fly here. How how would you feel about getting in the ring with Madman Fulton? It would be nice. It would be. Now, blood. You, now, now you. Ver- <laughs> blood. Now, now you versus Madman Fulton. Who you got? Me versus him? Yeah. Tell me how the finish is going to go. Um, well. Somebody's getting speared. He's going to cross the line, and I'm going to take him out. Yeah. You know what? I like the way this guy no, thinks. So, you know what? This guy point. this guy cuts a better promo than Brock freaking Lesnar. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> how about that? Wow. How about that? While we segue away from that, well, because we're cutting close to the time, and we haven't even promoted the next show. Like, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. We have. Uh, well, let's talk let's about it. that April 8th show. So, so I, it is. April, April is it April 8th? I think so. I, I think so. I'll have to double check that to make sure like I said it is on our uh, it is on our on our Facebook page um, I, I took a little page out of our little fire it's out of the ashes mm-hmm. um, we're going to come back stronger than we were when we left we're, we're getting ready to bring in new talent we have I think five students coming in that are new as well as all of our top talent that we already have mm-hmm. and uh, man it's going to be it's going to be on fire I mean uh, let me let me pull my match log that way I should have looked at it for a guy here and I didn't that's alright professionalism is not our strong point we're, we'll call it that. <laughs> so, for you. so while he's, while he's pulling that up let me ask you a question do you prefer to um, Adrian I'm going to ask you a question would you prefer to call a match in the ring or would you prefer to plan it out ahead of time um, I've actually never called it on the fly. Okay. So okay. I think I'd like to do that because Give from what shot. I hear, uh, people say it's a lot more fun. In it there. was. Yeah. So. It was fun. And do you enjoy with Alexander? Right. Oh, yeah. That's how I. That's how I was trained. I that, I, I think me and Alexander talked about the finish, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. See, as a believer in the old school ways, I'm all about nostalgia here, if y'all can't tell. Call it in the ring. Yeah. Do it the way they used to. Back you know what? But, you know what? but if you've never done it, though, you got to yeah. do it yeah. with the right. You just can't right. go out there with anybody and, and just know, call it in the ring. Jason, you're a guy that have you done both? 
Have you done both? I found that uh, planning, yeah. we, did, we did it very early in XWE, and planning always felt obvious to us. Like, we could feel it while we were doing it, that these people know we walked through this match, like, 100%. So, but... A lot of guys are good at playing. Although, yeah, it, it, it is an each to their own. Way, so. it, it is an each to their own. There's one the more boy that's going to cat the old saying. Plus that ADD, man. You need too many spots to remember. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to throw me around the ring at some point. <laughs> it's a different I ball game. Uh, yeah, so it's, it is April 4th, um, oh, and, and the match card that we have so far, and this is always subject to change due to cancellations or, you know, if, if we get in there and we have a couple of guys show up. Because so far what I've realized is with the support that we've had, we have guys that just show up, wrestlers that show up that aren't booked and are like, hey, man, do you got a spot? And, you know, of course, I fan out with a couple of them, and I'm like, hey, yeah, come on, I'm going to put you in the show. But uh, so far, we've got James Roenick and Ryder Reed. That is a non-title match. That is a non-title match. So we're going to see if Roenick has what it takes. Uh, Brandon Skinner, another guy. I'm telling you, if you get a chance to meet this guy, he's amazing. Got him with uh, Justin Dream, who is a former tag partner of Dave Christ. Uh, JJ Castillo and Jamal. Uh, Devlin Cassidy against Cody Love. A um, couple of guys that were on WWE. We have... Um, Gary Gandy and uh, Billy DeFlacco, both of them have been on WWE on air, and they're gonna they're gonna go one on one in our show. Uh, Chet Lasseter, Epic Trayvon Smith, uh, Bruiser Schmidt is gonna be there against um, Matt Brannigan. Matt is an amazing wrestling trainer and an amazing worker. Can't wait to see him. Uh, his tag team partner Trash Bradley is gonna take on a guy that I brought in at the last show that that blew me away. His name is Rob Patone. And uh, man, I tell you what, that guy's something. That's that's a big guy that can get around the ring and hurt somebody. Um, Shea Solo is coming back against Mason Alexander, your buddy. Mm. Uh, and then if if it doesn't play out with the students that we have coming, and we do the triple threat match, we're looking at Pop City, Dave against Dave Johnson and Ron Freeman. So it could be it could be good. You know, triple threat in there. You know, a, uh, a non-title match against the champion and the challenger. That's going to be pretty good. And it sets a, a groundwork for the future shows. You know, it sets that groundwork to extend the storylines and tell a story, young hey, folks. I didn't put you in there, did I? Tell a story. And, yes, and I, at this um, live event, what can like, the people what? expect from New Wrestling Era on April the 4th? Yeah? April the 4th. Uh, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. What yeah, can yeah. they so, expect? So, so what do I you did, expect? I did learn something. Uh, being a new promoter, I was I, I've reached out and touched base with so many other promoters, including you know Donnie and and uh, Jay Martin and Jeff Trexler up at Mega in Cleveland. Um, I, I it's a learning process. It's always a learning curve. You got to look out for what's going on around you. A lot of the talent I had booked is actually going to to Mania, so I had to work some stuff around that. Um, and after June, we are going to be more mindful of what's going on us because uh, I've had a couple of shows where there were some things booked in the general area and I think that hurt our ticket sales as well but uh, you know it, April 4th is gonna be on fire it is it is we're gonna we're gonna get in there we're gonna set the gym up just like always and we're gonna light it up I mean these guys are coming in wide open you got guys you know like Adrian who I didn't mention I've got I've got a special plan for him I just didn't want to give it away yet uh, he'll be there he'll be <laughs> He'll be in the mix somehow. but So he will be on that April 4th show. He is on the April 4th show. I'm hoping my plan is to keep Adrian as a mainstay. As long as he'll be there for my shows, I'd like to have him on every show. Um, I Not just because we're, we're friends outside of wrestling, not because we train together, but this guy's an amazing talent. So if I can help push Adrian to where he wants to go in his career, I would love to do that. 
So, yeah, every show I get a chance to have him on the show, I'm, I'm going to put him on there. I'm going to put him against great talent. Um, you know, and, and again, I'll reach out to Sean Casey again. If he's free on April 4th, I'd love to have him on the show. I would That would be a match I'd love to see is, uh, you know, sexy Sean Casey against Adrian Alain Satterfield. Uh, I think that would be amazing. I, I want to see it. And where can, people, where can people find you on social media before we let you go? Uh, Facebook and Twitter. And we are working on a YouTube page. But we do post our matches up on Facebook at NWE. Adrian, where can people find you if you feel like sharing that info? On Twitter, I'm at the line. Don't cross it. Got you. Got you. Now, Adrian, could you do us one, do me one favor before you leave, before we let you go here? Could you look in, could you just talk in that microphone there and say, it's not insanity, it's Loganity? It's not insanity. It's Loganity. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure having you guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'd be glad to come back anytime. You have an open invitation. I have every show. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah, you, have, you have an open invitation. Anytime you want to. Adrian, it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed it. Pleasure. I've enjoyed it, my friend. Thank, Thank you, Adrian. Good well. to see you again. Good to see, see you again, Dennis. Thank you. Now, I, I do I do just to throw this out before we get off here. If you come to NW, and you're looking for Dennis Fagan, you won't find him. Um, in the ring, I'm known as the businessman Dante Black. Uh, I, I, I run everything that's good for business. It's nothing personal. It's nothing against anybody at the show, but it's all about business. It's actually pretty legit. And, and, and to be honest, the the, uh, the school gym that, that it, we they do the shows, I just interned, it is really it, man. legit. Man, it, like, this place is big. Like It's like stadium seating almost. To, to see it at a middle school is crazy. So, we, I mean, there's room house, for plenty of people. We can house 2,000 people in that gym. Wow. And, and that's our goal is to fill it. That is that so is great. Come out, guys, because you will not be disappointed. And, and if there's anything we can do to help you, Phil, let us know. I'll tell you what. How about we do this again since we're on air live now? Sure. Um, I tried this in January. It didn't work too well for me. Anybody between, let's say, second grade and eighth grade, 13 years old mm-hmm. and below, end free with a paid adult yeah. for April 4th. Nice. All right. right so if you got a kid that wants it. to come out, check it out. They're a big fan of wrestling. Bring them out. We'll let them in for free. Gotcha. Cool. Well, well, Dennis, it's been an absolute pleasure. Adrian, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're an intimidating fellow. Uh, yeah, he doesn't say many words. I'm yeah, very afraid. No, my-